Hey Sam, how's it going? Hi, I'm doing fine. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. That's I, good. Um, yeah. Welcome to a couple of critics podcast. Yeah, welcome here. Welcome to the couple of critics podcast. You gonna go anywhere with this? No, I'm just talking normally. I don't know what you're talking about. It almost sounds like whatever the me, myself, and Irene character is, Hank. It sounds like Hank. It's a fuck face. <laughs> Got a little extra cheese on the taco. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> I'm normal now. <laughs> I like that. Um, uh, I mean, I like that you can do that voice, but I like that it's over. You like that? I God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be done. All right. So again, welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast. I'm Michelle. I'm Sam. <laughs> I'm Sam. <laughs> Jeez. And we are a review podcast. You try and do it. Really? Yeah. I'm Michelle. What's up there, fuck face? Got a little extra cheese on the taco. <laughs> now do Michael Caine. <laughs> I'm Michael Caine. <laughs> uh, that makes me laugh every time. You were saying what we do here. <laughs> <laughs> we are, we're a, I'd say a comedy review podcast, because uh, our our goal is to make you laugh. And, and we just can't help but not be a jackass. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, uh, I, th- I think it's a way to get part of that jackassery, that goofy jackassery out of us. I mean, we did a podcast that still hasn't come out, by the way. Yeah, we have. That's right. It probably never will. It probably never will. <laughs> and the other episodes that I listened to of it were much more serious. And then we got on and we're talking about like jerking off in a movie about a penis. So the episode is out? It's available? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't think he's had anything come out in a while. I okay. think he's just got it on the back burner. <laughs> God, that makes sense. Well, we also need to get him on this podcast. So maybe that's what he's oh, waiting for. Hold him ransom. Maybe he's waiting for the return. Return of I didn't, the Mac. What return? I didn't get the initial give. You gave it. He's just holding on to it to put it out until uh, he gives it back, I guess. Mm. Or we take it from him. Or <laughs> Give me the podcast. No, I mean, because he wants to do this podcast. So maybe he, to make sure that we follow through, isn't going to put it out until we record his episode. What a fool. He's got gold on his hands and he's not <laughs> Is that what's happening? (laughs) (laughs) Poor guy. He did say at one point, well, I'm not going to edit too much out of this. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be an interesting, different episode from everything else that he's put out from the sounds of it. So that's good, right? To be different? I think so. My whole whole goal of going into that was I'm going to take over. (laughs) Oh, really? I was just like, I'm going to be myself. I'm taking over. <laughs> and it was very much that. It was. Yeah, you made everyone uncomfortable constantly. <laughs> That's pretty much how I live my life. So that works. So we we have, uh, it's definitely a me week. And I'd say it's going to be another short episode because it's a short album that we listened to. This is uh, in total only a 35 minute runtime. So it's short. 
Carson Daly himself used to, you know, the one and only Carson Daly, the man, the myth, the legend, Carson Daly. Where the hell's this going to go? He always talked about on TRL how this was a short album and would always make references to the things that you can do while listening to a Blink-182 album. And it would always be jokes like short things. <laughs> that was a good... See, that went real well. How the hell... What are you going to say that's a short thing? Like, I did laundry. That can be long. Yeah, I don't remember what his references were, but he would be like something about that was quick, about the same length of listening to a Blink-182 album. He just did that a lot. Like scratch and then off a lottery ticket? And then he'd give the P-Roach horns with his black fingernails. P-Roach horns? Oh, he loved Papa Roach. He was a big P-Roach fan, baby. <laughs> I don't know anything about Carson Daly anymore. What you used to? I'm sure I did. I watched TRL. I'd come home to make sure I got my Limp Biscuit and my Limp Biscuit videos. Was that it? <laughs> that was a big reason I watched TRL when I'd watched TRL. I know that Tom Green was on it for a while, and I always thought that that was crazy when he had the Bum Bum song. Oh, yeah. Horrible, horrible song. I <sighs> beg to differ. I'm just not a huge Tom Green guy. Like, I never liked Freddy Got Fingered. That's too bad, man. I might like it more now because I'm not, like, such a stick up my ass. Like, this is what comedy is. Although, I might even be more that now, now that I'm saying that. Yeah, I don't know. I think... I just always thought he was annoying. Like, oh, cool, he's making a bunch of noises. And, like, if I was around this guy, I would want to fucking leave. And things like that, I understand. But there are things... I think, for me, the way that he overpronunciates and stuff are like he's he just seems so fucking spaced out in his brain but he's actually like a really smart guy and he's fine and he's like a gentle man and he's a skater but he is on his show and when he had i mean that was a character that was uh, such so different from who he actually is so i, I found it I don't know. I found it entertaining. But that's fine. I'm in the minority here, just like everything else I enjoy. My <laughs> bum is on the Swedish, 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 Swedish. <laughs> Stupid. <Yeah>. But <laughs> Did you like Andy Milanakis? No. I didn't either. I always thought that he was weird. And like something always seemed like you couldn't trust Andy Milanakis. And it turns out he was pretending to be a child and still kind of does. Well, he looks. Well, he's, doesn't he have like a disease? He sure does. I'm a child forever disease. Yeah, it has something to do with not aging very fast on the outside. Hmm. But on the inside, he's damn near heart attack. I don't. I think he's normal on the inside. I don't think he. I don't think it's like one extreme and then the other. I what? I thought he was like 72. No, I mean I think he's older than us. He's got to be right. But then he looks. Because that thing where he was like a kid came out when we were kids. <clears throat> well, uh, the, teenagers. Show? Yeah. Yeah. No, I did not watch that. I didn't either. I, th- I mean, I would see clips and stuff here and there, but I wouldn't. He was just not my thing. But you know what was my thing back in the day watching TRL in those days? Uh, NSYNC. Oh, my God. That was huge for me. <laughs> I mean, really, a lot of stuff was big for me, but um, it was TRL. I loved TRL. I would watch it when I got home from school. I didn't really need to see what the first three videos were, per se. So as long as I got, like, you know, about the top five, 
That's all that mattered. It was okay if I missed the beginning because I had to get home from school. I watched TRL in hopes of Limp Biscuit, uh, and Christina Aguilera, Papa Roach, Disturbed. I think Slipknot was on there at some point. Eh, very, very occasionally. Things like that would just kind of peek in. Before I got in, that was like me, like, oh, there's something somewhat heavy on here. And then once I got into heavier stuff, it was just, now I'd be like, oh, you're watching it for Limp Biscuit and Papa Roach and Disturbed? What is wrong with you? But that's what I tuned in for then. But not anymore. Is TRL even a thing anymore? God, no. That stopped being a thing a long time ago. Mm. And uh, one, there was a there was a band that would uh, be on that show, Sam, and I enjoyed listening to them. I don't think you did though, but we listened to them this week. Yeah, that was, that was filled with enjoyment. I I've been something wrong with your phone. <laughs> it did the playlist uh, fuck you up again. It's been a whole huge pain in the asshole because I did I. Added it, and then on this phone, it I it was twice on this new one. So then I deleted the duplicate, duplicate, and then the uh, one that I added disappeared from this other playlist because it won't add the original one that's on the other playlist. I don't understand why, but phones are fun. Yeah, I would just use your new phone. <laughs> I can't. Why not? Because I can't plug it in. I got the thing. You, I got the dongle. You've never offered it to me to use. <laughs> yeah, I have. Not for the show. I thought we just assumed we used older phones. Uh, I use the dongle. I can't use my old phone. It's a fucking piece of shit. I'm starting to feel that way about this. I was like, it works fine. It's never been a problem. Blah, blah, blah. And then I get this new phone with over a half a terabyte of storage that just runs better. And you realize, oh, yeah, this thing sucks. It definitely, though, I mean, 100%. And I believe that I read that it's true. It is fact that when they come out with newer models and stuff, that they do slow down older phones. They hit the kill switch. They definitely do. And I had ordered my new phone, didn't get it for three months, but I noticed a difference in how the phone that I had, since it took me three months to get it, I definitely noticed the change in that three months in the three months of the functionality and the speed and everything. Yeah. And it decreased planned quite obsolescence a bit. is what they call it. They make it so you break it. It's just, it's just so interesting, but it's just like when I work on cars, half the shit anymore is made in hopes that you will break it as you were taking it off. So now say you're replacing a fender now, all of a sudden, you need the plastic piece that was coming on the fender because you broke that, too, just trying to take it off. That's incredibly shady. It's fucking stupid. That shouldn't be allowed. There's a lot of things in the automotive world that shouldn't be allowed that I could ran on for about an hour, but I'm not going to do that to people listening to this show. And just in the world in general, Sam. This is not a serious podcast. We don't talk about problems of the world. We talk about things like poop and toes that are shaped like... Fucking toes. That's what you have right there. That is a weird shaped toe. <laughs> Which toe shaped? The weird? big one. What, what, what do you call on the big one? The, there's one that's longer than all of them, and then there's the big one. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, this that, one? That's supposed to be everyone's big one. Just because you have a freakishly long second toe <laughs> yeah. does not mean that that just becomes the big toe as well. Well, that's if a person was weirded out by it, they would go, why is that one big? I'd be like, why is that one long? Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Sammy Long Toes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they call me in the wild, wild west. Sammy Long Toes. What was that voice I was doing earlier? <laughs> I would not want to bring it back, but I... Give me the gold. There's there's gold in them hills. All right, we're going to start this fucking album. It's not like this has been an incredibly long amount of time. Why it's, are you being so impatient? I don't know, because I'm backed up into going... <sighs> Okay, well, Sam wants to burn this through, so let's start the album that we listened to, which was Enema of the State by Blink-182. To revisit some nostalgic shit for me, uh, specifically in spite of Sam, apparently, let's listen to track one, Dumpweed. This reminds me of the Friends theme. Really? (laughs) Yeah. So I do think that it's interesting here, because I did look a little bit up about it, of course. This came out June 1st of 1999, and it says that they it says that they had more indie-type stuff, but it's really not a huge stretch from other stuff that they've done, but it is definitely much more polished. I guess that they hired punk rock producer Jerry Finn, who worked on Dookie with Green Day for this album and it was the first album with Travis Barker oh really yes this is when he joined so they did did two albums before this with someone else you can't pass up on getting Travis Barker to do it Travis Barker is the only thing I like about Blink-182 because he is talented for sure sound great they're played very well you can tell he plays really hard I watch all of his drum, not all of them, but if I see a drum video online and it's Travis Barker, I will watch it. Really? I didn't know that you, I didn't know what your opinion was on him. I didn't oh, know if you yeah. thought he was lame. He's genuinely good. Like, I've seen him do marching snare stuff, and he's got, like, skills beyond just being a punk drummer. He's yeah. generally a good drummer. But yeah, it's like the only thing. I will say this while I was listening to this. This sounds a lot like no effects, but just the vocal tone is way happier and way cleaner oh yeah if you put fat mike singing on any of these songs they would have fit and they would have been no effect songs yeah there's not it was easier to listen to than i expected it to to be because i was like oh this just sounds like happier no effect stuff yeah the only thing that's rough is this voice, I can't do it. They're just so happy preteen boys. I can't handle it. And they're not. They're like young twenty-year-olds, <laughs> young to mid. Actually, I think they're more like in their mid twenties. But the whole idea was to make an album that, you know, had more of that sound. It sold fifteen million records. I guess I can easily see why it would sell. It's got an edge of, like, if you're into. Like, if you're into Rancid and No Effects already, you could make the leap to Blink, at least this album, I don't know any, any other album, you could make the yeah. leap to this quite easily, and you'd be like, and my girlfriend likes it. Like, yeah. Because it's so clean and so happy sounding still. And speaking of that, there are 
So it's Travis Barker, Tom DeLonge, and Mark Hoppus. And there's a big difference between the vocals of Mark Hoppus and Tom DeLonge. Yeah, I much prefer Mark's vocals, I think. He is so much cleaner, and he just... He's really good, and he's always been good, even live, with just hitting notes. Like, it's not... I'm not necessarily saying, like, he's a great vocalist. Am I thinking of the right people? (laughs) Gotta look them up. The the one... Nah! Who's the bass player? That's... That's Mark (sighs) Hoppus, right? I think so. You See, you focus on what they play. I focus on what they sound like. (laughs) Eh! Is, uh... That's that's Tom DeLonge, Tom, right? And then Mark is much cleaner and like, yeah. Yeah, Mark Hopper is bass player. And I like his <clears throat> voice much more because it's so less. <laughs> yeah, I've always kind of struggled with Tom's voice, but I always thought that he has a funnier style because they typically write the songs that they sing lead on. Oh, really? Yeah. So if they're more crass, they seem to be... More Tom. Tom is. Or if they mention an alien. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. He has been into aliens forever. That is not a new thing. Um, Have you heard the new guy? No. I've seen memes before that's like, Sheriff, you agree that this guy's better than Tom DeLong ever was? And I was like, and now, as we start listening to this, I was like, I want to know what the fucking new guy sounds like. To be, well, and I can look it up. To be honest, I, <clears throat> excuse me. I didn't listen to much Blink-182. I, I liked Dude Ranch, which came out before this. Okay. Is that the one that's got that song that everybody tells me I should like? That I don't know. Seven words or something? No, I don't know anything about that. That takes the George Carlin thing? Yeah, I don't know that at all. I think I've heard you sing it. The, it's like seven words you can't say on television. Oh, bit. it's called Family Reunion. They just say that it's an alive album that they did. Ah. I was just like a little... They would sometimes do short, little, goofy, stupid stuff about fucking your mom, essentially, is what a lot of it was. But that's the song where they're just like, cunt, shit, pussy. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, tits, fart, turd, and twat. Yeah, that. My whole least after blink 182 got popular i have heard you don't even like that song really like why would i like a song just because they're saying like pussy and shit like it's gotta be good to me still i would like every song in the world if if it's just like they said shit i'm in (sighs) okay so let me see this so the so they i guess have put out two albums now without tom I stopped listening to them because oh, I was trying to say earlier. I, all I said was Dude Ranch. And then you're like, is that the song people say I should listen to? I have no idea. So I listened, Fuck to, you. So I listened to that one. I listened to this one. I listened to the next one, which was Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Okay. And then I pretty much stopped there. So I listened. I, I'm, I like three albums. And then they've gone on until I think maybe last year they put out an album. And yeah, I have no interest. Are so, you, are you going to play a song from this album? Because last time we listened to a punk band, it was Green Day, and we listened uh, to their most recent song, and it was fucking horrible. <clears throat> so I'm interested to see if if Blink 182 stayed truer than Green Day did. What the fuck they did? Bohemian Rhapsody? Oh, it's 30 seconds. I don't know what that is. But let's listen to the song. <sighs> Which just seems to be the title track, California. 
from their this is not their latest this is their second to latest this is the first album without Tom and I, I I would almost assume that Mark does more most of the lead vocals but I don't know I don't know what the what's gonna happen what well I fucking hate it <laughs> that's definitely Mark singing. oh yeah What? Why? <laughs> Why? I don't know. It sucks. This is some pandering bullshit. <laughs> Are they going to kick in? That's what I'm waiting for. Is something going to happen? Doesn't seem like it. It has to pick up. It's like one intro of the whole song. <laughs> Travis, do something, please. Try and save the song. If it can be saved, it probably can't, but... Holy shit! There he went, he just <laughs> saved it. <laughs> okay, so they did put out an album last year. This is horrible. It's is insane. Let's listen to the first time from their most recent album, Nine. Okay, this sounds more like... I'm feeling it! Take off her clothes. Still Mark. So is, is Mark just taking over now? Uh, <laughs> I just don't like the sound of anything. Here we go. Keep this one. Yeah, I was going to. This is short. This is less than a minute long. And then we'll get back into the album. Mark. So. <clears throat> that guy's new. For sure. Huh? I said for sure. It's got less of a line. How does the new album sound worse than... Uh, the one we're fucking listening to. Enema of the State? Cause, yeah. Because it's not as bad as you act like it is. Because you're, no. com- you're comparing no. it to fucking punk. I'm saying... Oh, how does his voice... Sound quality. Oh, I don't know. As you get older, usually your albums start to sound better. It's like they... <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what they actually have backing them? Who knows what sort of, like, deal they even have and how... Stuff like that. Because there's not yeah, as much money put into that shit as there would have been in 1999. When, Banking on the Blink-182 <clears throat> to make a money back in 1999. Blanking on that producer as well who worked on Green Day to really help them blow up and yeah. kind of mix up their style a little bit. I can't say change it, but definitely mix it up. Let's go back to... Uh, let's go back to Enema of the State. Don't Leave Me, track two. Yeah, this... Way better in comparison, for sure. A thousand times better. <laughs> But yeah, this is really nostalgic for me. It's not like I listen to this and I'm like, this is cool punk. Because as what I read, a lot of people did not respect this at all. They thought that this was a joke. (laughs) They thought that this was shit. Uh, Let's see. What does it say right here? It was an enormous commercial success, although the band was criticized as synthesized, manufactured pop, only remotely resembling punk, and pigeonholed as a joke act due to 
the slant of its singles and associating music videos. Which, I mean, the music videos were them trying to be joking. Yeah, for but, sure. But to be honest, I my least favorite songs are the singles on the album. Like, those aren't... And most of the time, they're skipped over. Yeah. I'll say it again. You put Fat Mike singing on this, everybody would have been like, Oh, it's punk! It's like the only difference is... Uh-huh. It was... I don't know, it's an Everybody would have been like, oh, it's great! That was great, by the way. <laughs> that was a good... Was In a fact, good I think I'll just take one of these songs and I'll re-record it and I'll do a fat mic impression and all of a sudden everybody will be like, oh, it's such a good punk thong. Which is also making me realize how unpunk no effects can be. <laughs> it's I don't know if it's punk it's just like the prettier sides of it it's the cleaner it's super i mean even though fat mike's voice is not polished it's just much more of a polished punk style because the whole idea of punk is raging against the norm usually but it seems like there's a huge section of it that's just like i i just want to have a good time party party this is not unnormal in punk hit your ass like this album it's not as far off from underground punk as I or many people would make you believe. But I have been to plenty of punk slash metal shows and seen bands that sound exactly like this. Mm-hmm. It's just more of the, the softer side of definitely the softer side of the punk. World. And it also seems that if you were on MTV or you had any some sort of financial backing, that's immediately what takes away your punk credentials Mm -hmm. if they would have never broke big and they would have sounded exactly the same but just never broke huge and we're just like doing little tours they would have been like oh they're punk forefathers but since they were on mtv and since they had funny videos and they went out of their way to mock what was popular at the time even though i mean really they were just it was pop rock with a just a toe tip into punk because they did have kind of those styles, but they were just... Like, even with the singing style, when you did the Fat Mike, it was similar, but Fat Mike... I mean, what you did was still more just grungy and rough than what Mark Hoppus actually does. Yeah. It, do you think people like Fat Mike and, like, Tim Armstrong from Rancid, do you think they're putting the growl in... Or do you think that's literally the only, like, that's how they naturally sing? I think it's part of it. I think they're leaning into it for sure. I think that their voice, I think it's also like they're not really singing as much. Like, they're kind of singing, but they're also just like, no, 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 I have a thing to say, and I have some attitude at the same time. (laughs) Would you like that? What about somebody like like, uh, Lou Reed or... uh... Who's that other guy that talks like this? Tom Waits. Tom Waits. Hey, do you man. think that's an affectation Can't that they're putting on? The or do you side. think that's also more of their singing? Like, it's actually their voice. For uh, And I don't know a lot of Tom Waits. I assume that he is a mumble speaker as much as he is a mumble singer. Like, I feel like that is more genuine. Yeah. Because I don't think that he is really, like, doing a lot of singing. Lou Reed, I think it's kind of the same, but I feel like with Lou Reed, it might have been put on a little more because he wanted, he had more like an image as well. 
Because wasn't he kind of like more of a punk guy in the beginning? Oh, I don't know nothing about Louis. I don't know if it was punk, but I know that he was definitely like part of a, a band. He was like an... An... Was it Velvet Underground? <laughs> Who the fuck know. was Lou Reed with? I, I cannot remember. Metallica. <laughs> Could have been. He was. He did that horrible fucking uh, album with Metallica. It's terrible. Lou Reed. Yeah, Velvet Underground. Okay. Principal songwriter for the Velvet Underground. So, yeah, he was definitely something different and then went off on his own thing. So, I think maybe he did put it on more when he wanted to have <clears throat> whatever, then or now. I don't, because I, 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 no one can explain why Bob Dylan does whatever the fuck he does. Yeah, that's but he another does person it. I was thinking. But he does it, so, and it's, it's, it's better. I was going to do a Beatles. It's voice. honestly better than like Lay Lady Lay, which is awful. It's God fucking awful. Lay, 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 lay across my big brass bed. I don't even know what that is. You want to hear it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, why can't I think of a Bob Dylan voice right now? Yeah, that's what everyone's used to. Listen to Lay Lady Lay. All right. I recognize this. Lay Lady Lay. This is Bob Dylan? Uh huh. Okay. Lay Lady Lay. Lay across my big brain's bed. It's awful. It's not good. I'd much rather you him really? sound like this than what Bob Dylan usually sounds like. Fuck yeah. Oh, by far. I don't like Bob Dylan. I, don't, I can't stand it. I'd much. This is way better. I mean, it's not fun. It's like Dwight Yoakam. <laughs> Dwight me up. You do not agree with that. <laughs> You don't, you don't <laughs> like Dwight Yoakam's voice. I like to yoke him all over the place. Well, here's some Dwight Yoakam, and you can make your mind up. All right, Dwight me up. Love it. This is gar- Guitars Cadillacs. Hillbilly music. This does not sound like what I just heard from Bob <laughs> You're just talking about the... It's the... He does it more in the... Chorus, but what about like Michael McDonald? And that's way off. You just want me to start playing all different kinds of stuff. No, I'm talking about like people that put a weird affectation on their voice. Like you listen to Michael McDonald, he doesn't he doesn't interview like this. Well, I was going down to the street. God, I can't believe we're listening to Dwight Yoakam on the fucking Blink One Eighty Two episode. Death metal dudes put a fucking big affectation on their voice. See, like I used to complain about like country dudes. They don't walk around like, "Hey, man, what you doing?" Fuck yeah, they do. They are not. They don't talk like that. Some of them do. Well, some of them do if they're mm. doing this. Uh huh. And it's great. But like, you don't listen to fucking like. I don't know anybody's goddamn name. Who was that guy that was on a VH1 show and then he got mad when his hat got taken off? It was a cowboy. Hat. Oh, that was um, that was Rich from Big and Rich. Okay, he didn't talk like, "Hey, what you, 
I'm watching shake it out going over there now, but if you listen to him sing, it was like, hey, and I used to complain about that. And then I was like, well, it's not like death metal dudes walk around going like, I'm going to get a cheeseburger. Do you want some fries? So like oh, that would be hilarious. Why, why do I care if one person's doing it and the other one's not? Because a lot of people do. A lot of people have those double standards and they don't realize it, but they do. And I say it all the time. There are things that I specifically dislike about one album that is what I like about another album because it just either fits in the way that it does or it doesn't. And it works with your ears or it doesn't. So whatever. Do you want a milkshake? Yes! Death metal. <laughs> Chocolate, please! No cherry on top! It's disgusting! <laughs> no one likes maraschino cherries that taste like shit! <laughs> they do talk like that in the middle, like between songs. I always found it hilarious. They'd be like, Thank you for coming out. Stay in character. This next one is called Abolishing the Necro Time Status. <laughs> someone get me some water please i'm getting hoarse i mean there's a probably haven't seen this but there's a commercial it's a swedish commercial yeah, i think i have where it's a cough drop commercial yeah yeah, yeah. it was give it to the death metal guy and then he's like ah! yeah it was like swedish or something like swedish swedish yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was something like they're much more <laughs> they're much more all about their death metal black metal yeah, they're much stuff. more open to stuff like that than they are here, which is unfortunate. But they like that really crisp, clean, bright. Speaking of Mattel musical selections, okay. Last night it's a fucking it was a skate jam twenty twenty in our town last night. Skate jam. They only played hippity hop and only Wiz Khalifa. For four albums, Mel told me. Holy shit. And then part of a uh, Kendrick Lamar, is that his name? Yeah. And then... Mel loves all of and that. Then, and then you heard him playing like some... 90s. Like 90s hip hop. But there was only like six of those. Yeah, I decided to visit when it had cooled down because it was a hot day. Yeah. And uh, it was like <clears throat> eight something... 8.30 or so when I decided to come up. And yeah, it was like, which I don't like Tupac, but he was all eyes on me. When you got but there, it was, it was, I was like, okay, something else. But I'm under the impression that... Yeah, I was like I want Snoop and like, Dr. Dre. And I want some Misfits in there. I want some Metallica in there. I want some Slayer in there. It should have been a whole fucking mix because skaters like all of that. I think it would have made more sense to be more rock and punk. But it was put on by younger people who listen to hip hop. That's the big thing for them. If it's put, it doesn't matter who puts it on. It matters who's fucking there. And it was a lot of kids who want to hear their Wiz Khalifa albums. I talked to several gentlemen who were over their twenties who were like, "Man, I want some like King Diamond or something." <laughs> was that your brother? No, he also said something like, "Why aren't they playing like a Metallica song every once in a while?" He's like. I don't care if they're playing this Wiz Khalifa and stuff, but like mix it up. Jesus Christ. Playing whole albums. That's ridiculous. Yes. And that's me ranting about music of people that are half my age. That's going to just get worse and worse, though, the older we get. Yeah, but it's been like that my whole fucking life. Like that's... It's it's no different. I was in middle school saying the same shit. That's true. <laughs> but I am a little different. I definitely feel the age thing in there with... 
And, and it's the like EDM type, like <laughs> super techno-y, like computerized type shit. And I, I, I mean, I'm guilty of enjoying some of it. I do like Justin Timberlake, but at the same time, I hate most music like that. I hate where rap has gone for a long time, but I, I hate that like mumble rap sound and I hate all of that shit so much. Yeah. And I've hated it forever. <laughs> yeah, the funnier thing was that my nephew Robert showed up and he's got the same thing that every single one of us Isers have where we can't let someone just like something. Especially music. We have to say something shitty. Just belittle <laughs> when Mel's, people older than Mel's you. Mel's like, yeah, I've liked it all. And Robert went, hmm, interesting. <laughs> I was just like... You have it too. You can't help yourself. To be a fucking asshole, a judgmental <laughs> asshole and thinking you're better than other people because you like more sophisticated, weird music. <sighs> that doesn't mean that people who like stuff like that don't also like better music. Yes, that's exactly what it means. <laughs> that's not true because I can listen to stuff that sounds more... I can listen to more hippity-hoppity stuff for sure and I can also... Listen to fucking Frank Zappa and cool old rock and shit. And the Temptations. Hey, my I girl. I would have loved to hear all this. I would have loved to hear the Temptations last night. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get back into this Blink 182 album. I mean, the song was literally going, let's roll, let's smoke, let's roll, let's smoke, let's roll, let's smoke. And I was just like, this is not good. Like, if you're making me yearn for 90s rap, then something is wrong, because I didn't want to listen to 90s rap either. But yeah, let's move on. That's a shame. <laughs> Aliens exist. Give it no, to they us, don't, Tom. Tom. <laughs> Give it to us, Tom, who, as most people know, has left the band to pursue his interest in uh, aliens and, you know, UFO-type stuff. The latest... Like thing that they declassified from like some space video was his. Yeah, it was actually like proven as an unknown item. Yeah, can't explain it. An unidentified object. If I met Tom, I would just. He's a much more interesting person. You can watch him on Joe Rogan had him on within the last oh, year. I know, but I would just be an asshole and just be like, "Yeah, aliens don't exist." <laughs> like, nowhere, nowhere in this expansive universe or galaxy or anywhere. Yeah, God <laughs> told me that he made this earth for me to live, serve <laughs> him, and die. And then he's going to take it all back. So you don't think outside that box. <laughs> Actually, if I met Tom DeLong, I'd just be like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> now I'm going to go be an introvert like I usually am when I meet somebody. See ya. I heard some story about these guys loving the marijuanas. Okay. And they would, when they would fly to other countries and knew they couldn't get good weed there, they would shove weed under their balls nice. to go through the airport so they could at least have some good weed when they were over there. Smart. I'm sure a lot of people have done that. I don't think you can get away with that now. No, because they have those body scanners. Yeah. They can see it. Yeah. You can refuse the body scanner, though. Yeah, but then they're going to get closer to your nuts, and they might actually smell it. Yeah. I just take vape cartridges. They don't give a fuck about this. <laughs> yeah, the times sure have changed, haven't they? 
I am. I stayed up until four thirty this morning, looking up homes and like areas where like the jobs are better and there are like restaurants and crime is low and stuff. I'm super committed to getting out of Indiana. And only Michigan because it's close and it just makes more sense than Illinois to me. Because they have more of their shit worked out. But all I have to do yeah, is live I, in a different state and not be a criminal. Because that's the only thing that I do that's against the law. That's breaking the law. Yeah, I don't want to move to fucking a trailer in Illinois when I can move into a real house in Michigan. Yeah, affordability is a lot of it. Winners are going to suck. But whatever, man. Whatever, bro. The only thing that's going to suck about moving for me is a job. Yeah, like I said, a lot of what I've seen as far as when it comes to actual the economy, there's a lot of, um, like, in almost every industry, you earn less in Michigan. Yeah, that's stupid. For everything, except for, like, construction, which I assume is because there's a lot of it because it's cold, and I know that it's a state that has a higher budget for salt because it's they get a lot of snow. So things like that will wear the road down faster and things like that. So I, I you would actually earn more money if you did something like that or, like, manufacturing and worked. Well, no, I, I know you wouldn't, but I'm saying that someone would if they would do wanted to do something like that or commit their life to working in a factory, you would actually make more money if you're okay with that. But when it, even food service is much lower. I want to find a job where I don't do anything <laughs> and I just live for free. Yeah, it's going to change when we move. Yeah, that I get to do that? Do nothing? No. Get up and skate and then go take a nap? And then get up and play guitar for about 20 minutes and then go, hey, I'm bored of this. And then take another nap. You have to help pay for bills. Bill schmills. Do you, right, you want to live in this banks. house until we die? I'll rob banks. That's what I'm going to do. I'll put it out there. I'm robbing banks. You're coming up with a lot of good ideas. I'm going to play the next <laughs> song because I don't like the things that you have to say. And that's going away to college. I almost pooped just then. You pooped earlier. You poop a lot. Sometimes. When you aren't on a daily fucking diet of daily donuts, donut diet. Which is what <laughs> you've been fighting lately. I don't know where that came from. Because you said that you dream about donuts. Yeah. They've been seeping into your dreams. They are. They really How are. How does that even happen? I don't know. Who just dreams about donuts? <laughs> Me. I dream about being left. And everyone being mean to me, and when I want to speak up for myself, my voice, like, goes out. Like, I can't express myself and stuff. I can't, like, if I want to yell or be emotional, a lot of times I can't. I'm, like, stunted. And that's not how I am in life. Because if you read about, like, dream stuff and what they mean, that's like, well, there's something in your life. You're not being able to express yourself fully. And, like, you don't feel like you're getting your point across. And that's not me. If I feel a way, I say something about it. Like, I don't I don't keep that shit to myself. So I don't know where my dreams come from. So yeah, I have no idea where your donut dreams are coming from. Maybe you're just used to looking at 
my waist and you're like mmm donuts <laughs> I think I just really like donuts <laughs> what's your favorite I don't donut have in, in like I don't have dreams that someone would be like well that means this and this my dreams are always just like well they used to be like I've got to play a show and I really got to pee but that usually just meant that I really had to pee <laughs> in real life yeah and then have peed the bed a handful of times doing that with me? Yeah, it's just in my pants. That's crazy. And then I get up and I go, oh no. Yeah, oh yeah, I peed myself for bed a few times. I have wet dreams still. <laughs> and now, because we need to have more sex in our adult life, that's why. And now I just have dreams about donuts. <laughs> you dream about donuts and I dream about you leaving me. <laughs> for donuts. You're so beautiful to me. Yeah, this song is uh, lower on my list. It's very... It's just very bland. And I guess he was... Mark was watching Can't Hardly Wait when he wrote this song. It's a movie about teenage kids who fall in love. They go to a party. Ethan Embry's in it. He was in that thing you do. He wants to profess his love to the hottest girl in school, which is hey, Jennifer Seth? Love Hewitt. And is, uh, a, is a Seth Green in that movie? Oh, uh, yeah, he is. And he's trying to fuck the whole time? Yeah, and he hang- gets like locked in the bathroom, bathroom or whatever with the redhead girl. Yes. I'm going on into the next song, which is What's, What's My Age Again, which is the first single from this album. Oh, yeah, this is what I remember Blink-182 coming out with. This was... The song. I also remember my mom being like, Do you want to keep this CD? The band's called Enema of the State. And then I was like, What? I don't know what that is at all. And then I looked at the CD and it said Blink 182. And I was like, Yeah, I want to keep this, mom. And then I never listened to it. There's an, it's one of my least favorite, but it's one of those stupid list based, I think it's like What Culture or something on YouTube. They just stupid videos, or they have top whatever lists of things and i think that it's the one that has the english people speaking and when they talk about blink 182 it'll be blink 182 blink 182 blink 182 what does that mean do you know did you find out any research blink 182 i've never cared to know i guess i think i i may have found out when i was younger but I don't have that. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't even think about it. I mean, usually isn't a number like they chose it because it was like their area code or something like that. I mean, I I don't know. They are California boys. Of course they are. They wrote wimp ass music. <laughs> Frank Zappa was from California. And you're from Indiana. So what the fuck do you think that means? It means I write hard ass fucking music, dude, from the goddamn corn. The people across the street who have moved in are still moving so much junk out left behind from the people who sold them the house. There have just been multiple dumpster loads. It's insane that these people were able to live with all of this stuff in their house. So I found... Yeah? Did, are you finding anything out about what Blink-182 uh, means? like a few things about it. I don't know what's real. I kind of stopped caring. <laughs> yeah. 
if I gotta read this much, I just don't care anymore. So there is something that I found today that exists, and it's really, 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 really bad. And it sound, it seems like, to me, that uh, Travis Barker, Mark Hoppus, and Lil Wayne got together. Yeah. And maybe mixed, I don't know if they mixed multiple songs or if they just mixed one song. Yeah, I don't know, but I know they got together. Uh, I know that Lil Wayne went on tour with Blink-182. Okay, that's I do remember that, but I didn't know that this song exists. This is what's my what's my age again? Slash what, a mill. Oh boy. Are you ready for this? No, but I'm ready for it's it. It's so bad. Let's do this. You are he's awful. This is awful. What? Does it make sense? That was horrible. I didn't get super far, but I know that it. This is the structure of the song, at least as far as I got. Because. Yeah, this happens again. It's, I can't wrap my mind around it. I don't know why anyone okayed this. But I hate Lil Wayne. He's not talented. This is as far as I got. And then I turned it off. But I'm so curious. I hate it. What is happening? Mediocrity has taken over and people think that mediocrity is good. And they don't enjoy people that actually take an effort to make something that's creative and artistic. And then they just go like, Ah, oh, well, it sounds like this. And he said a couple words kind of fast. So it was good, but it's not actually good. It's actually very lazy and very off time most of the time. And his voice doesn't sound very good. It's not mic'd very well. It's not mixed very well. It's definitely not mixed very well because it's definitely ran through a computer. It's not a natural sounding voice. It's not fun. Is he in there? Put my hands again. I remember on the being on the road with Corpuside, and for some reason, Lil Wayne was being played in the van because when you were driving, you had root control of what was uh, being played. Kirk bag. Yeah, and I remember Jesus. he was like, "But he doesn't. He doesn't write anything down. He just says. He just. He just remembers it and says it." And I was like. Yeah, it shows, because it fucking sucks. He should have written it down and been like, oh, that's not good. I don't believe <laughs> anyone who says that they don't write it down. I believe him if he says, I didn't write it down, I just remembered it. Now, I don't believe you if you're off the top of your head. I mean, obviously, you would have to memorize it. You can't just be like, this just came to me, because you're not freestyling. No, he never claimed to be freestyling. He just claimed to, I don't write them down, I just have them all in my head. Which I'm saying, How many things- maybe you should have written it down, and then you could have gone, well, this part's not good, and this part's not good. That's what I'm, I'm wondering how many parts he even kept, because he was big on the Caesarup and just frying his fucking brain, and how much of it he actually remembered, and just made up on the spot, which is why it was always so fucking awful. 
I don't know, but it's strengthening my theory that people that like most music are brain dead fucking clods. <laughs> I don't know how many people like that, though. They fucking love it. I mean, obviously, there are a lot of people a who love Lil Wayne. majority of people like it. This song? Probably. People like shit. <clears throat> and then they come at me for liking Genesis. <laughs> I'm going to play the next song. <laughs> You know, something that took hard work. And not just going, I took a bunch of fucking codeine and I'm talking into a microphone. Are you is, is are you coming after Travis right now? I don't know if Travis likes Lil Wayne. Probably does. He likes that fucking Takashi 6 suck my dick 9. I mean, I just know that he specifically spoke out against the Genesis album, so... Yeah, but... I didn't know if you were coming he after him. He tried to him. compare Limp Bizkit to Genesis. There's he, obviously... Genesis is a million times more artistic than Limp Biscuit is. Limp Biscuit exists just to have a party and have a good time. Genesis at that time existed to create art. Limp Biscuit exists so Fred Durst can walk around holding his belt. Take that, Travis. He came into this world as a reject. Look yeah. into these eyes, then you'll see the size of the fight. We have to have Travis on again very soon. We do. I think, I think we're going to have to do it the Zoom way. That's a good idea. Yeah, however we feel like doing it. I don't think he's going to drive down here just for this. Maybe we could go to him. I'm not driving to fucking Scranton or wherever the hell he's from. It's definitely not Scranton. Let's listen. Somewhere in Pennsylvania. Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter, Sam. It does. It totally does. You will drive to New York in a day. To play a show. <laughs> but you won't go to hang out with a friend. Uh, no. Not even half of the way. No. I won't drive 10 minutes down the street to hang out with a friend. Because you're a bad friend. Yes! Now, let's listen to one more song and then we'll take a break. Okay! I don't like your energy right now. Let's play Dysentery Gary. (laughs) Talking about poop. Oh, yeah. I wonder what it was that made people stop dying of dysentery readily available water was it water based I don't know I know that's why you died of dysentery was you were dehydrated I thought you were like shitting yourself to death because you got like bacteria in you you were shitting yourself to death which was taking all the uh, hydration and moisture out of your body and putting it out of your butt so So you're saying you died from dehydration yeah but it's called dysentery because it you are dehydrated from poop Dysentery is just the sickness of I am shitting all over. And then you just die from the dehydration. So I assume if they were just pumping as much water in their body as much shit was going out of their body, it would have been fine. And imagine what, like... They were drinking from streams. Huh? They were drinking from streams. Yeah, and and like now everything's preserved and... You know, like, uh, what's that word? Purified. Pasteurized and pure whatever. It's definitely not like pasteurized. It's purified. Look, milk's pasteurized. Yeah, but not water. Yeah, I'm talking about other foods. I'm saying, imagine the shit you were getting from the other foods. Like, unpasteurized milk and stuff. And then shitting out like crazy. I don't know that people were suckling on tits as adults. <laughs> milk? Oh, yeah. I like the music. I like the drumming. I like that block sound. Makes a little it stick s- click. 
Travis Parker is a very, very fucking good drummer. Like, incredibly good. Hey, he says Slayer in this song, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, hey, he just said Slayer. He does. Girls are such a drag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's cheesy. I understand. But I was also fucking 13. I think it makes total sense for a kid. A kid and a teenage girl. It's got like a mo- talking about emotions and stuff like that every once in a while, which was never for me. So. I thought that they were funny, and I thought that usually um, Tom's songs were funnier. Yeah, I couldn't. Because I, even though he'll talk about like girls being a drag and he has a whiny voice, I feel like Mark's songs are usually more earnest and about serious stuff, where Tom is just a little more like poop humory and talking about yeah. aliens and like weird yeah. stuff even though he does touch on relationships he also just talks about wanting blowjobs and wasn't he in that one band boxcar boxcar racer racer mm-hmm. weren't they like way more emo than they this? were definitely yeah i actually bought their uh first album i think boxcar racer let me see what comes up yeah this album i want to know wasn't it just Blink-182 for a little bit? It was... I think it just didn't have Mark Hoppus. Wait. Yeah. Mark Hoppus was the only one not involved. <laughs> so this is like, we're going to do this shit without you, dude. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Maybe they're right... Because I remember being more like emotional. And like, wimpy. I think this was their... Yeah, this was their single. I think this is why I bought the album. But I didn't really get emo. This is like as emo as I got, and I never really got that into it. Wait, this doesn't seem right to me. I don't recognize this. It's definitely not fun. (laughs) Was this right? Here we go. Here we go now. Come on now. Something needs to happen. All about the long intros. I feel like this was the one based because it's called I Feel So, like that it stands out to me name wise, but it it doesn't. It still doesn't sound very familiar to me. No, it doesn't sound very emo to me either. I remember it being like real, real lame. It said that this record is primarily based on Tom DeLonge's post-hardcore influences. I wish I was brave. I wish I was stronger. Why doesn't this... I wish I could feel no pain. I wish I was young. This sounds a little familiar, but it sucks. <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> the things that don't stick with you for a reason. Yeah. That's not for me. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm 
not into it. Not now, not ever. Uh, I think now is probably a good time to take a break. I want to know the story of that band if they were literally just like, hey, let's make music without Mark. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I don't know why that happened at all. But yeah, let's go ahead and take a break and then we'll be back, you know, with more bullshit. But I like that Mark always used to say, where's my where's my Asian friend? He says it here. He would always throw in a where is my Asian friend huh. when they would do it live. So if you look up almost any live performance of this song, he would always say, where is my Asian friend? I like it. I like it when you fuck around with things. Just the thing, I'd probably like all these guys personally. <laughs> There's his Asian friend. Okay. I found one of your beard hairs behind my knee for some reason. On my Stuck to my leg. Let's take a break. <laughs> we'll be back. Oh, now I like it. Oh, okay. I wasn't going to play this, but you talked about it, so I thought I should bring in the thing that everyone says that would make you like them, I guess. I, I, I'm not exaggerating. I can think of at least 10 times that I, they were like, well, you don't like this song? I was like, no. What, what makes you think I would? Yeah. You want to listen to fucking Day of Suffering by Morbid Angel? Come on. <laughs> I'm not going to sit there and be like, I can't believe you don't like it. Like, of course you don't like it. Because I like it. <laughs> <sighs> that sounds like you're trying to like things that people don't like when you say it like that, though. I mean, I, I usually do lean towards things. But I'll be like, hey, no one likes this. I'm going to listen to it. <laughs> <sighs> you fucking reacher. You're just trying. But at this point, it's not reaching. It's... Oh, yeah, it's, it it's is. It's been shown evidence that most of the time, that's what I will enjoy. You're like, What's how, the point of wasting my time on something everyone likes? How can I stay as super cool as I possibly can? <laughs> I'm, I'm not cool at all. I'm going <laughs> to listen to unknown stuff, and everyone's going to be like, Sam, you're so cool, boy. Because yeah, everyone thinks that the guy who listens to Frank Zappa, Genesis, and Morbid Angel is fucking cool. I'm sure there are some fucking people out there who do. See, what makes me cool, Michelle, is that I don't care about people thinking I'm cool. So then you're just naturally pretty fucking cool. Yeah, which makes me incredibly naturally uncool. <laughs> so we are listening to Blink-182. I'm just following through with this. It all makes sense. And uh, we're going to go back into this album here, Enema of the State, mid-1999. And... um. I believe it was only 99. I would have <sighs> guessed like 97. That was Dude Ranch. <laughs> hey, dude. Say I'm watching that show. Hey, dude. Oh, it was in 97? Probably not. It's probably earlier than that. Uh, yeah. There's a that. All I know is that the person who moved in across the street smoked cigarettes and he looks like he's smoking joints when he's smoking cigarettes. You know how some people he just looks, hold it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he like looks it's real rough and tough. Every time I've seen him, he's got like a a strut to him that yeah. looks like he's trying to be like, with each step, he's like, I'm a man, 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 I'm a man, man, man. 
Yeah, but he's got to clean. He's going to use that manliness and clean that house up so he can get a woman, woman, woman in what there. If there is a woman involved. I haven't she might seen just be one. Waiting back. She's like, I ain't touching that dirty fucking house until it's clean. That's true. Because, like I said, it looks like the the people who have moved in have had to clean stuff out of it, and that's oh, not yeah. fucking fair. Yeah, that's maybe, shitty. Maybe they got it talked down that way, you know. Oh, that's true. They, I went through the eight track collection that they threw out. Yeah, in the dumpster, and I was so hoping to find something like neat. Neat. I can't imagine they'd have anything neat. Well, I almost took a blood, sweat, and tears one. <laughs> But it had a bunch of gunk on the inside of it. I almost took a bunch because I was like, these might be worth something. Somebody might want some of these. Like, I could see the Blood, Sweat, and Tears one selling. I could see uh, there was another one. Fuck, I can't remember. But I was just hoping to find something really cool. Like, holy shit, this is a Doors album. And of course, Would that be really cool? On 8-track, fuck yeah. Hmm. And then, uh, as always, hoping for some sort of Frank Zappa, but I knew that wasn't going to happen, but I looked anyway. I would never have Frank Zappa in that house. Nope. <laughs> I bet there was Conway Twitty in there somewhere, whether I, you saw it or not. I think there was. <laughs> Hello, darling. Oh, it's raining. And there was, uh, what's his nuts, that uh, John Denver. There's a lot of John Denver. Rockin' Mountain High. Yeah. John Denver doesn't know shit. That John Denver's full Holy of shit, shit. man. All right, let's listen to, let's get back into this album. This is the third single. We've heard the first one. Now we're on the third one. This is a big skipperoo for me, Adam's song. <sighs> so. Big skipperoo for you, huh? Yes, it is. It always has been. Um, <clears throat> so I guess it was reasonably a popular song I don't remember this being a single it was a very dark video it wasn't funny um, and it was it's supposed to be it's something he wrote when he was depressed I guess the band liked it but they were hesitant to put it on the album because they didn't think it really like fit with everything else like it's a little too serious but I guess that uh, Greg Barnes a survivor of the Columbine High School Massacre put this song on repeat on a stereo in May 2000 and killed himself. After he survived the Columbine attack? Yeah. And then he he was depressed and listened to this and killed himself. And then Mark Hoppus, I guess, it super upset him, which I I would imagine. (laughs) Uh, But he said that he intended the song to specifically be an anti-suicide song. Yeah. So. That's the way I heard the song. Yeah, and it is. It's just, I just don't know that it, I don't like this side of them as much. I like when they talk about like more poop stuff and are just kind of goofy and don't really care. And like, I don't have that like party mentality necessarily, but that stuff makes more sense to me. And I feel, I don't know, like it's more fun. I, this isn't fun. No. So this defeats the it whole. Not good. So yeah, it def- this is just always skipped for me i listen to i'll go ahead and say because you know i listened to this album however many times i listened to this song twice maybe and then skipped it a lot it doesn't even sound good like the he's way reaching he's, yeah 
Like, yeah, it's very strange. He's like still kind of yelling when this song doesn't really... It seems like it should have been more like straight laid back singing, but I think the only way he can sing is going... Yeah, I don't think he can sound pretty. Even though he can hit notes. He can still... I think he uh, he, he probably has a very limited range. Yeah, and to get to some of that range, he's got to go... Yeah. Yeah. So it's like... Just not a great bit. tone at all, but I mean, I don't. I wouldn't say either one of them are good singers. No, but I would much rather again listen to Mark than Tom DeLonge. Tom has that emo voice. Yeah. When he sings, all I can see is a lip ring on the side of their mouth. Yeah. That's like they're just hand in hand to me. Is he a they to you now? Are you respecting pronouns and things? Because you said they. You didn't say he, you said they. Well, I meant he. Because you don't respect pronouns. I don't. No. Aside I'll from call you whatever she. the fuck I want you to call you. He, she, and her. And he. In fact, I've got him. such a shit-eating thing about me. If you tell me to call you a, a woman, I'm going to call you a man on purpose. There are going to be some people who are going to be very offended by that, Sam. I'm fine by that. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> You can call me whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. And I've been mistaken as a woman several times, and I just went, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I was mistaken as a boy a lot when I had a boy haircut when I was a kid, so. Yeah. I had long hair. And... Mommy, why does that girl have a beard? I've heard that once, but I just laughed. That's hilarious, though. Yeah. I'm going to let this play into the second single, by the way, because yeah. it does fade in on its own. I also didn't grow up. Not like sure of myself, so I'm on a very biased mentality when it comes to things like that. I'm just like, does it really that fucking matter that much? You got a lot of support and a lot of freedom, and I think that what helped you was that your mom did kind of leave you alone and let you do your own thing. Yeah. So you had to kind of figure. I'm not not you weren't left on your own. She was here. But yeah, she would she, facilitate things that I needed. She would let you be your own person and figure your own shit out yourself without trying to form you into something. And I think a lot of people don't have that. But they, they, you also just are a different person. I was going to say, is there also... So I want to be sympathetic towards people who grew up not knowing themselves or not feeling like they were in their own body. I don't know who the fuck I am. Still, I, you're much more sure just, of who you are. Well, I'm... I'm, I'm I wanted to bring up because it stemmed from also giving a fuck about things. Like, you think people who are so like insecure about themselves also grew up with a lot of "I want to fit in," whereas I grew up with not that at all. So I I'm think just, it depends. I'm me. Fuck yourself. Because even I'm not. You had some criticism, but I don't think you had a ton. I, I mean, I, all I can do is speak from my experience, yeah. and I I had a mom who was overly critical to me in ways that she wasn't to my siblings. Yeah. And would always ask me, like, why do you feel this way? Say things like, you need help, but not offer help, even though she was the parent and it was her responsibility to help me if she noticed that I needed help. So, like, for me, I felt very insecure with who I was all of the time because I always had someone telling me that I was wrong for being who I am. Like, it's fine 
to make mistakes and be told you're wrong because you're wrong. Like, whatever. But I don't think I had a lot of the I believe in you stuff as well. And I support you and I think that you're good at stuff. It was... It would literally be like, why you spelled this word wrong when I gave my mom poetry. That I was depressed and wrote, but I wanted her to literally be like, this is good or not. And it was this word spelled wrong, this word spelled wrong, you need help. With, like, with no other... No, there was no, like, comfort at all. It was only the... Judgment <laughs> and criticism. So I think that that has again from my perspective versus how I know your mom is to you we have not talked about this song at all the entire time but that was all the small things um, it was a huge hit <laughs> everyone's heard it but I, I, I think that I mean I, I think that you not having your dad didn't affect you as much as it may have other people <laughs> Because everyone talked about how great your dad was yeah. and how funny he was. Yeah. It's not like your dad was some piece of shit who just left and like died of a drug overdose. Nope. And like, like everyone talks about your dad, like he was like the man and he was great Yeah, and everyone loved and respected him. So that has to be like, you don't have something that you're missing in the sense that like he treated you poorly and you're hurt. My, I, I can't say missing. You're not hurt by him. You don't really know what he could have been because you were so young when you lost him. Yeah. So you didn't have as much of that connection. But like from your mom, you had all kinds of support. She would go to bars to your metal shows where like even though it's absolutely not her thing, but she would just go and sit there like a sweet old lady and watch you because she supported you. Like that's awesome. As you're saying that, I did hear my whole life. You're you can do anything. You are good. You are like it was all support from everywhere. So I think that you're correct in that that helps you be like, well then fuck anybody who doesn't think that. Because I know <laughs> that I'm fine and I know that people love me and that people like me and I'm going to be okay because I believe because I've always been made to believe that I've got this. It's a nice thing. I imagine that it is. <laughs> I I feel I wish everyone could get to that point. I've said I I feel like I'm robbed by and in ways that i grew up from not being able to just naturally like be a better person and to be more careless about things that don't matter and stuff and like i don't know like i think i would be in a, in a much worse place if i didn't have you like i think it helps to be around someone who thinks and feels the way that you do even though it can be very frustrating <laughs> because the not giving a fuck thing goes across the board it really does so like it's really good in some ways and fucking irritating in others but i mean i imagine it could be irritating for me on the other way like you care too much but i still just don't give a fuck so i'm just like yeah she was angry about something anyway do 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 you are homer it is insane it's insane how much you are homer simpson but yeah, so yeah. I, I I really think, as everyone says, and people are like, yeah, don't be a pussy, and blah, blah, your environment has a ton to do. Whoa, something's going down. Yeah, sirens, sirens, y'all hear them? I hear them sirens. I'm going to go look out the window. Oliver's looking. He wants to know. What's that. that sounds close. Yeah, it does. It rained a little bit, but I don't. Away, huh? Went away, though. I'm 
tough man across the street and I'm moving in. One of them has one of those, uh, the one you keep seeing, he has one of those like minor light, like headlamp yeah. things because it looks like the electricity might not it's be turned not on. on. <laughs> so, yeah, I have no idea what that was. I got one of those at work and I never use it. Hmm. Well, I mean, you have a good lighting there. Right? Like, that seems like that would... Oh, except when you're underneath. Yeah, when you're underneath things. I use flashlights all the time. In fact, I'm getting ready to buy another flashlight from J.R. Snapone himself. Is it because you don't want... You just don't want to put something on your head? It's because it takes... uh, Time to put it on and take it off. Time and batteries, and it's not that bright. So now I've got this nice flashlight that I'm probably going to buy another one to keep here. Because it's a rechargeable... Nice fucking flashlight. I have a nice nice flashlight that's in my car at your job <laughs> <laughs> that I haven't had access to in a long time. All right. Uh, R.I.P. my car. Okay. So, Pretty you know, much. <laughs> all the small things was, I think, their biggest hit, even though oh, yeah. for me personally, out of the three hits, the only one that I actually will play because the song before it goes into it is What's My Age Again. I think that as far as the three singles go... That is above and beyond the best. What's my, my age again is the one that I remember breaking big. It was huge. I remember seeing that video for the first time and being like, what? Yeah. Three guys are just naked running down this, like through a neighborhood. Yeah. Like, uh, how does that not, especially when you're a horny teenager and you just <laughs> like things that are weird and different yeah. and you're, you know, you're figuring out that you like things that stand out like that weird stuff. Someone naked running down the street. I would look in in real life, so yeah, <laughs> I remember absolutely. just seeing that and being like, "What is happening?" And they're goofy, and it was the goofiness. Yeah, goofy helps. So, uh, especially in a world of TRL where half of it's just like dance videos, and then the other half is like metal kind of videos. Well, that, to get just goofy is a fucking relief. And that felt more earnest than all the small things when they went out of their way to parody all of the other popular artists oh, at the time. Yeah, that's right. They're, they're dancing in like a airport hangar. Like the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. And I do personally like that. Is it, is it Mark Hoppus that's rolling around in the sand? Like uh Christina, Christina Aguilera. Aguilera. So I mean, it's, it's not terrible, but it's just, it's more like trying to be cheese. I think for me, what's my age again? It's just better. I like the song more, and I, I like the video way more. Yeah, I do too. But I think that the video, because videos were so influential on music that we heard in the 90s, music videos were huge. They were like everything. So We saw the, I feel like, the end of that era too. Yeah, we did. So I think that having that influence, when I hear the songs, I see the videos in my brain. Like I really think that there was a connection with those visuals that makes it more than just I'm listening to a song. Yeah. I totally forgot about them running down the street naked until you just uh, the whole time. The only video I've been seeing in my head is when they're dancing in the airport hangar <laughs> for all the small things. And I've just been putting that for every song. <laughs> yeah. That's just that but one. But Then when you said running on the street naked, I was like, Oh yeah, that does happen. I remember that. And that's all they were doing. Just and th- I think I'm putting some 41 video segments into there too. Oh God. Because they're in, you're in too deep. Because you're in too deep. Was that a Sum 41 song? Instead, I'm going under. What the fuck is that? <sighs> what was not... the other Sum 41 song? Uh, the one that you hit. like? No. I don't remember. The one I like is Pain 
for pleasure. Yeah, but that was in that video, wasn't yeah. it? Well, start the party like my name is El Nino. Well, I'm hanging out, drinking in the back of an El Camino. I can't think. I don't want to waste my time becoming ever casualty of society. That took me a while to get there. Something about conformity. Back down. So yeah, all the small things was just I liked it at the time. There was an escape park on that video. I don't feel yeah, it was. Yeah. I don't feel like all the small things has like I think it's nostalgic and it was popular or whatever, but I don't think it's a good song. Like I don't think it needs to age. I think it's a song that could fade into the distance and be fine. I think if there's a that song guitar back in the day. I think it should have been What's My Age Again. I, well, I'm not even prepping that up like that's like the best song or anything. Yeah. I just think out of the three that really represented them in that time, I, I just liked that one more. I, I, I agree. You're going to shit yourself, aren't you? Yes, I am. <laughs> you want to take a break? Not yet. <laughs> I don't think I want to sit across from you when you look like this. You look like you're going to explode. <laughs> you're at least turning into a chair. Okay, I'll take a break real quick and go poop. Okay. This is the second time. It's never happened. And now in a month, it's happened twice. It's all the time. Yeah, I'll be right back. <laughs> poop time. Oh, yeah. It's its own thing. We're back. We're back from pooping. Oh, oh we're I'm back? back from pooping. You're back? We're back. You're we're back. back. I'm back. Clarence is back. I left a poop in the toilet. We're all good. You left it there? Yeah, I left it and then sent it away to someone's drinking water. Well, we're back. You didn't miss us. You have no idea that it was nothing to you, but I laid on the couch for a while. There was a cat that wouldn't let me get up. It's been storming. It's been nice. It's really mellow. I would have been fine just leaving the rest of the episode left unrecorded. <laughs> just kidding. I took like a gut-clearing shit. Kind where you feel like something's gone. That's good, though. Yeah. You feel like, you feel like a free bird. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> Isn't it funny when people call penises birds? I've never heard a penis called a bird. I wonder if it's just like a redneck thing because I think I've only heard rednecky type people use that word. What? How do they say it? Get your bird out? No, it's usually been when kids have been swimming and then like a little kid gets out and takes his fucking shorts off because that's what little boys do. And uh, like, I see your bird. Never once have heard this in my life. I, it must be a redneck thing. <clears throat> hey, everyone out there, have you ever heard of a, a, a from? In my perspective, it's never been an adult man. It's always been a child's penis, referred to as a bird. I don't know what you're hearing, <laughs> but maybe someone has. I don't think that you grew up with as redneck family Fuck as no. I have. Your family proudly listened to like Jimi Hendrix and yes. rock and roll and yeah, dance to blood, sweat, and tears and shit. Yes, and we're civilized. 
I cannot say anything to dispute anything. I say we go into the next song, which is the party song. There we go, motherfuckers. Do you want to come to a party, motherfuckers? Here we go, motherfuckers. <laughs> That's so weird. That the things that people sometimes choose to put in songs, like laughter. I don't think this is as loud as it was before. What just happened? Oh, 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 no. Something. That's fucked up. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. I like the uh, fast-paced punk drumming going on. Yeah. He's just got good timing. He's got good everything. He was in the Aquabats, too. Yeah. It's definitely a good tone. Yeah, he's got great tone. And I love that part. Little cymbal. That just that weird time. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. This might be the most punk song on the entire album. It's definitely got like the most constant upbeat. Just go, 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 go. This part's lame, but... Yes, very much. I don't think there's a Blink-182 song that exists where they don't... Go lame? Go lame at one part. It's like they're, they're like, hey, we've been going a little too hard. We're going to go like this now. And even if the lyrical content isn't necessarily happy, it definitely sounds the happy. Tone, the, oh, yeah. The key that they're singing is almost always happy. Which, But I enjoy the verses the most. Are these the verses? Yes. For some reason, this whole album, every time I listen to it, I can't, like, peg anything down. Like, I can't. Like, it sounds like it's all over the place? It just sounds like it's all one song to me. Ah. Like, I I have a very hard time distinguishing what songs are different. I think it's just because they all have this bent of happiness. I don't know. It just blends together for me. I could listen to a Dying Fetus album and be like, well, yeah, of course this song is separate from the last one, but I can't listen to this and be like, it's separate. Like, I have no fucking clue what my favorite or least favorite song is. It's a little spoiler, but like, I just don't, I just don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to guess later. You'll probably help me. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, yeah, that one. I like that part. We'll go with that. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Some girls try too hard, Michelle. They do. They do. I like that he, I, I, even though I think it's weird, I always liked the line when he said, intoxicate girls and give them head after the party. Because I think that was the first time I even thought about that as being a thing. Because you just always hear about like guys and blowjobs and stuff. But you don't necessarily hear so, so much about guys going down on girls. Uh, what I just heard was rape. Right? She was intoxicated. Therefore, she cannot make her own decisions. He would have been intoxicated, too. They just would have gotten intoxicated. There would have yeah. been girls coming up and be like, hey, can I get some beer? And he'd be like, yeah, here you go. Yeah. Therefore, none, of them, party. none of them are able to make decisions. Therefore, rape, 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 rape. They're all adults, Sam. They're in their mid-20s, acting like they're teenagers. I don't think that matters. 
And the girls are like, yeah, let's get drunk and let our inhibitions down. And I'm going to let this guy go down on me. Yeah. And that's rape. It's rape if you let someone go down on you. You were intoxicated. You were not of sound mind to make a decision. So you're saying that every time. No, I'm saying that this has been used in rape cases. What? And I think it's ridiculous. I'm taking a very crazy stand. <laughs> I've never heard play this before. <laughs> I've never heard you say something like this before. I'm saying that you've heard that, right? Where it's like, I was drunk. I wasn't able to make my own decisions. Therefore, it wasn't consensual sex. That's why that Dave Chappelle thing existed of signing the waiver. Yeah? Yeah. I was just making a stupid It didn't comparison. sound like you... Oh, it didn't sound... It sounded like you were making like a serious stand that you... That you're like ruling out that one person can be... It, I, it depends, though. If someone is blacked out and shit is done to them when they're fucking blacked out. Oh, yeah. That's, that's rape. That's rape? Yeah. You're just stretching and making this situation, this conversation awkward. I didn't find it awkward, but yes. <laughs> yeah, because you apparently are okay with that. I'm okay with you being intoxicated and making a decision. Yes, I'm fine with that. I was saying that it gets ridiculous to a point where people use that as a crutch. Okay. Move on. I will. Let's listen to Mutt. Which is the name of Shania Twain's ex-husband. His name is Mutt? It was Mutt Lang. And then I've he, heard that name. And then he fucked her. Yeah, he was like a producer. And then he fucked her best friend. And both marriages got split up. And then Shania Twain got with her best friend's ex. So they basically just swapped. So that means the entire time in both of their relationships, they were just looking at the other husband. <laughs> not, not necessarily. I was. I think they comforted comforted each other after the two whatever, and then they fell for each other. It was a grudge thing. You fuck my husband now, I'm gonna fuck yours. Possibly. <laughs> I've always thought that his voice is very irritating in the song, even though I don't hate the song or anything. I'm wearing a lip ring in the corner of my mouth. In the corner? (laughs) Yeah, it's always right here. What do they call it? It's like a... Ah, there's a fucking word for it. A lip? Yeah, but it's when you get it on the side. I don't know. I've never been into piercings. I've never once had a piercing. Never had my ears pierced, nose, or anything pierced. It sucks. I assume it does. I hated it. I just, but I'm weird. I get like jeeper creepery. Like I get heebie-jeebies and shit from things. So just the thought, I, I couldn't handle the thought of metal just being in my body. That's that's not supposed to be there. That's just hanging from like a, a small part of my body and it could be like snagged on something and like the whole idea even though I've had my ears pierced twice it's never been for very long and it just weirds me out because it's like 
because it doesn't look bad necessarily, but it, and it was kind of like a way for me to, I don't know, add some pizzazz, I guess. I was, you know, some pizzazz. I, it was the girly side of me, but then, yeah, I was just like, I can't get over like the mental anxiety. I had anxiety about it and had to take it out or them out. Did you have a slight allergic reaction? No, everything always healed really well, and it's just that the very first time I was at school and I was twisting it because you're supposed to twist it every now and then. Yeah. And someone bumped me and it came out and I couldn't get it back in because it wasn't done straight, I guess, because it was a gun. And those all, all oftentimes like just weren't very precise. Huh. The piercing guns for your ears. Uh, I think everyone who does piercings says that you should never use those because they could get like stuck. Really? Yeah, they're not like they huh. could like jam up or something or and I, I just think it's much more abrasive and it's just not as clean. So you're saying they would versus someone just using using a, a needle, needle and doing it with your hand. Because mm-hmm. that's probably where you're naturally going to want to put it anyway. Mm-hmm. Like that flow of needle. So just putting <laughs> the gun and then you also just yeah. So I, I couldn't get it back in my one ear. And uh, so I just took took the other one out and just let them close back up and then a handful of years later i was like i'm gonna do this again and it lasted a month or two and then i was like i can't do this anymore i'm taking them out forever i can't imagine this you is with just earrings. not for me it was only ever studs studs it was never anything more than that <laughs> i can't imagine you with like a huge a gold loop, loop coming out here and i never head. wanted that <laughs> i never liked the weight of it yeah so i the old the thought that i ever had would be if i ever put anything it's just going to be like a small stud so you can just see like a sparkle yeah and that's it i was always pressured to get like nose rings or a lip piercing or something like that just being in the world that i was in mm-hmm. and i was just like never the people around you didn't really get piercings did they they were more tattoo people ken had an eyebrow piercing a couple times i think but that was it though. adam right? has nose piercings oh yeah he does have his nose pierced uh, i don't really think about that as matt he who shall not be named yeah lip piercings <laughs> <laughs> yeah but he was ugh. I don't think of him as someone <clears throat> as being one of your friends. Yeah. And at the time, like of Jinko jeans days, it was like eyebrow piercings galore. It was like to be cool. You had to have a corn shirt, Jinko really baggy jeans, one of those silver ball necklaces, super greasy hair, super greasy with hair. a part right down the middle yeah. and your heart, your heart and your heart uh, slick down yep. on both sides and an eyebrow piercing. Yeah, I considered none of that to be cool. And there is... So we have a mutual friend. I'll say Tree. Her brother Uh, is who I imagined through every step of you describing that person. (laughs) Because he fit that description to a T. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I ever did out of all those was the silver ball necklace. I didn't know you did that. And that lasted for maybe a week. You never Jinko jeaned it up? No, <laughs> I didn't. It's funny that you say Jinko. What's it called? I've always said Jinko. Oh, I don't know. Jinko. Like jeans? Yeah, I get it, but... Jinko? It's <laughs> just J-N, so I just go Jinko. <laughs> Jinko. Jinko. No, never did that. Never wore the super baggy pants. Never once. 
I never did the eyebrow piercing. I never owned a corn shirt. I owned a Limp biscuit shirt. I also did none of these things and wore none of these things. And I was also never cool. <laughs> I did have the chain wallet. Oh, yeah. But I bought the, the wallet that had the chain and I exchanged. I took the chain off and replaced it with like a fucking chain that you buy from a hardware store. That's what my brother did. Yeah. He would swing it around at the at the playground at the Catholic school. And he was he would be asked to not ever go back there. <laughs> and then he would just wear like a chain, just a regular chain around his chest. He wouldn't have like a wallet and it wouldn't be like hanging from his pants. He would have a big X over his chest because <laughs> he would just wrap the chain around his body and go to school like that. He's a fucking weirdo. And then wonder why people don't want to talk to you. <laughs> uh, but then there were a lot of people who were like, Tim was crazy. He was he was wild and like, but they don't mean that necessarily in a negative way. So there were a lot of people who were like, like I thought it was weird because I would never fucking do that. But then there were people who were just like, he's crazy and like thought he was like funny because they didn't think that he'd actually ever do anything. Or there were a lot of other people who thought that if you know someone would be coming to school with a trench coat, it might be my brother. <laughs> I could see that <laughs> being yeah. worried about it. Yeah, he was a he acted out, but he was also just very impressionable. So if he hung out with stupid people who did stupid shit and they just be like, hey, do this. And he'd be like, OK. Yeah. And that sucks. Like that really sucks because he just always wanted like like me. You just want you want to have friends and you want people to like you and you want to have fun. But a lot of times that was like at the expense of him getting in trouble. So that sucks. But you live and you learn, I suppose. Yep, truly you do. And then now you, I'm ordering some Jinko jeans for myself. I bet you could not buy those at any respectable. Pl- I mean, like it would be eBay, and that's it. And they'd be used. There'd be fucking Fago stains on them. <laughs> It'd be bad. All right, I'm gonna. We have two more songs. I'm gonna play Wendy Clear. Okay. I'm gonna look up how I order Jinko jeans. How do you order? Jinko jeans. Alright, they still exist as a company. Weird. Unexpected. I just don't seem as baggy as they once were. Well, there's some still. Yeah, that's still not nearly as bad. No. Like, you could not see any space between males' legs, and that was always very weird. Because it looked like they were wearing giant jean skirts. And then the bottoms always got torn up. Oh, yeah. That happened to me, too, because I don't have long legs. So most of my pants legs were, like, frayed on the bottom. There's a section on their website called The 90s. Oh, no. Is it... Can you buy them, or is it just nostalgic pictures? It's just nostalgic pictures. They look torn up bottom of this guy's jeans. (laughs) Uh, Those were the days. So... The baggy jeans, the 30-inch wide loads, $125. Gross. Were they overpriced way back in the day, too? Were they like $90 jeans? Probably. That was probably another reason I never had them. Yeah. My mom would have been like, no, we're going to Walmart. We're buying you a $20 pair of jeans. My dad didn't even want to do that. He was like, we're going to Goodwill. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's more fucking punk 
or metal or whatever anyway to go to Goodwill. Not when you were a fat teenager in the late 90s, early 2000s. It was, it's not like it is now. Well, no, I don't think anybody besides me thinks that way. No, I well, think there are a lot me. of people think that about like secondhand stores. Because it's vintage. I mean, yeah, you see all these girls wearing fucking straight 90s styles now with the crop tops and the Yeah, but I think tall they're shorts. buying it from a boutique who bought them from a Goodwill and then went, $4 here, $90 here. That's gross. I got a buddy who makes like punk style clothes and he said, I just go to Goodwill, I buy old shit, I put studs in them, and then I sell them to some boutique for nothing. They'll put them up for like $140. Wow. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I find it just way more punk to just go buy it your fucking self for $4, trash them yourself naturally, <laughs> and never get rid of them until they genuinely won't stay on your body. I'm going to let the last song play here. It is Anthem. And the next album, they actually, the first song is called Anthem 2. So they do actually kind of go from this to the next one. Huh. It's not the same song, but... This is the last whiny Tom. A little more aggression in yeah, his voice. The, ah! In there a little bit more. Yeah, I think so too. Because she laid me. He just talks about getting laid. Chops That's all the another time. thing. I have no idea what any of these lyrics are on this whole album. Because she led me, but you couldn't. I picked up on Slayer. <laughs> but things that are actually way harder to understand, you can pick up on those lyrics. No, I have to read those. <laughs> I don't know any lyrics until I read them. Unless it's like a Zappa song, and I've listened to it a hundred times. That's crazy because so many of these words are very clear. Not to me. Holy shit, there's already someone looking in the dumpster. Those people just left across the street from throwing stuff away. Yeah, at this point, it's not going to be anything good in the dumpster. Oh, wait. I know who it is. It's the next door neighbor. And now his wife. Fonda? Oh, yeah. Oh, it looks like he grabbed something. Oh, God. It's like the worst of the worst. They were just bringing out, like, boards of wood and, like... Yeah, fuck that. And it just rained. Like a lot, so whatever it is, it's gonna be soaked. Why is it that I can't pick up lyrics in anything? I, I don't know. I just can't. I think your, your ear is just tuned over the years to listen to not that. So it's like you have to train yourself to listen to it differently, but I don't know why you can't. You're a sound person. Like, why can't you listen to each part? You can listen to each part of the instruments the vocals are an instrument i don't know why you don't no i hear the melodies and the lines i just can't pick up words that's what i mean this all makes sense like you can all you, this is all very clear not to me <laughs> it's all so it's been like that for everything my whole life like, i don't know what the fuck they're saying turn off the radio I don't know what he just said. I think I hear my dad yelling at the band. Uh, I heard my dad. <laughs> and the <a> song. <laughs> Only. 
I kind of have to poop now. I think I can pick up more if I, like, specifically go, listen to what he's saying. I think, yeah, I think you just, you don't listen to that. I think that your ear specifically chooses to listen to other things. I don't know why. Because the lyrics is the least interesting thing. I want to hear the fucking 16th notes of the snare drum. I want to hear the triplet that he's been playing on the bass in the back line. <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. I do it to people, too. I kick tables. I throw them over. I punch people in the face. Definitely brewing some poop up inside me. <laughs> I can feel it. So that's the last song, right? That was it. That is it. We are done with the album. We are officially to the point of the podcast where it's uh, it's time to go over some questions. Bob Brock. I've got a big question. I've got another question. Followed by another question. And then I'm going to judge you. I hate your guts. I want to hate everything about you. I want to fucking hate you. I fucking hate you. I hate your opinions (laughs) and you suck. Okay. Bob Rock. So, why did I choose this? I have no fucking clue. Uh, It's something that's been on the list for a while. It's something that creeped back into my brain lately for a while. Not really now, but a little bit ago, about a month or so ago, I was listening to this for whatever reason out of nowhere. It just, I was, I wanted to hear it like over and over again. So I don't, I don't know why, but I just thought, um, I like to give you little pieces of things that I know have similarities to things that you're into, but it's also like something that you probably aren't into, (laughs) But I, I guess there's a little part of me that thinks that you might try and at least find some similarities or whatever. And I'm sure you're looking for a lot of differences, but it's more just kind of something to make you think outside of what your usual box is. And it's something that I usually liked. I mean, or used to like a lot. So I don't think it like formed any opinions about what I think about music because I already liked stuff that was considered heavier than like mariah carey and nsync and stuff like that but it was it was part of the bridge i would say that got me listening to more rock eventually listen to more bob rock sure what do i think you thought when i gave it to you not excited sam what was your judgment prior to listening to this Eh, me you seem pretty bummed when i gave it to you unless you were just kind of playing it up I just but you said I it was just, better than you thought it was going to be as well. So it was different than I thought it was going to be. I still I still did not have a good time at any point during this album. <clears throat> but I feel like you were more bummed than you're leading letting on right now. When I gave it to you, just like I uh, wasn't bummed, I was just like not excited. I think I, I think when the album that you give me is more not of what I listen to, I'm more interested in it because I don't know anything about it. When it's something that rides on the verge of things I do listen to, and I can be, and I can like actually have an opinion of like, 
yeah, they took this and ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> then I'm not as excited. If you're giving me like Mariah Carey, I'm just like, oh, cool. I don't know anything about this. I can have, I have no prior judgments besides I don't fucking know. Probably not going to like it, but I don't know. Yeah. With something like Blink-182, I'll be, I consider like, yeah, they took a genre I liked and put it in a goddamn toilet and made it for 14-year-old girls. <laughs> but it wasn't like they did it. They were just part of other people who were doing it. It was solely them. No, it's not like they're responsible for it. They got together in a meeting room and they were like, we are going to ruin things. But like you said, it wasn't as... It was different than I expected it to be. I expected it to be way more... Poppier, I guess. gummy. Yeah. I did come at it with like... This is just no effects without Fat Mike most of the time. But at least it gave you Travis Barker to listen to. Yeah, that's the best thing because by far. Because I think that, yeah, I think he makes it interesting. Yeah, I genuinely enjoy Travis Barker. That's good. And always have. All right. So do you know how many times you listen to this album? Three. Okay. I don't really know, but my guess is six or seven. Woo! But I skipped Adam's song and all the small things a lot. And other than, I mean, it's a short fucking album. So if you yeah, take those two songs true. out, it's less than a half an hour. So it's kind of an easy album to just put on while I'm doing something and just get through it real quick. And yeah. And I've heard it so many times, I don't really have to listen to it as intensely, even though I did and didn't. Man, I have to shit. Okay. <laughs> so <clears throat> I can't, I can't cut it out here because we're almost to the end. So I just have to hold it. <laughs> Okay, so least and most favorite songs. Are you looking at the list right now? Yeah, and I have no idea what I'm looking at. <laughs> My guess for you, for the song that you dislike the most. Okay. Jeez. I'm going to say... I'm just going to say all the small things. I honestly don't really know. I honestly don't know either. What's the lamest one? <laughs> like all the small things still has like an upbeat thing to me. For some reason, I feel like Adam's song is the song that's like the most emotional and like bleary, mm-hmm. like laid back wuss. What's the most wuss song on here? Yeah. I assume the Adam song. Yeah. Like I said, I have such trouble. Like, Well, and I because you wouldn't really know, I'll go ahead and just say that this is my least favorite it's is always it adam's song yeah adam's song it's always been my least favorite because it's just too serious like i said i always i would check out anyway i'm just like this is not what i'm here for i want kind of goofy just having a good time not taking the world seriously blink 182 so that was not my yeah, jam that's the route i would want to go to i don't like it when they're like i'm serious and i love you and i'm sad and i miss you like yeah and I don't think that voice tone adds any levity to no. a situation that has a lot of levity to it. <laughs> I, I understand where you're coming from. Um, most favorite song, what do I think is yours? Um, again, because you have no idea, um, I'm going to go with the ones that you are familiar with. So I'm going to say, what's, where's my Asian friend? Where's my Asian friend? Yeah, probably. It probably is right. Because you don't. I don't really remember. Know. There wasn't. I was waiting for one song on here to be like, like. See now this part sucks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you I was would waiting like. for one song to be like. 
balls out the whole fucking time. But there's not a single song on here that's just like, go, 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 go. Every song has like a, we stop here. There is the party song where it does get lame, but at least has some heavier stuff, I guess. Yeah, I just don't like his voice. You don't have to choose a song if you don't have. I like this part. And I love that part. But then when it slows down, and when I see her standing there with green yeah, eyes no, on yeah, my hair. That so, but I hate parts in What's My Age Again. Yeah. So I think I am going to go this song because I at least get a fast punk beat. Uh-huh. I think it's the most punk that any song on this album sounds like. And but, then I'll go ahead and... Yeah, this part sucks. <laughs> I'll take it down for what you obviously aren't as into. And since I imagine you're going to have no idea yeah, I what really I would choose... And this one's kind of tough for me, too. I'm going to guess Dysentery Gary. How? Is it because of the name? Yeah. Yeah, that's always been a big part of it. Is it right? It's right. (laughs) But it's also kind of like... It's also kind of cheesy, but... I don't know. Like, in the beginning, he's like, Got a lot of heartache. He's a fucking weasel. So, like... Isn't this where he mentioned Slayer, too? Yeah. He's a player. Diarrhea giver. He's a fucking weasel. This has always been my favorite song on the album. <laughs> Dysentery Gary. Dude, I think another part is every riff on this album. If I accidentally wrote it, I'd be like, well, we can't ever use that. That's way too happy. Put that in the trash. <laughs> I just never write happy stuff. So I'm just like, whenever happy things happen. And not like, obviously, Genesis got like, lame. But it was never like, look at me, I'm having fun. It's like the same thing for this band, as I was saying earlier, that like, I wouldn't like about anything that you would bring to the table. I'd be like, this isn't punk. Like, I would have the same fucking attitude because there's their expectations when when something is labeled a certain way, which is also why people sometimes don't like labels. Because then it puts you in a box. Yeah. And it's like, well, I can't like that because it's not in my box. It's not in my three boxes that I'm okay with. I've okayed these three boxes. Everyone else, yep. stay away from me. So, uh, yeah. And I hate most music that's even in my boxes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, whatever. Why am I, I a musician when I fucking hate music? <laughs> because you, I don't know, do you hate music more? Or do you hate people more? And what people do to things. Because you don't like... You're like, because it's there. It I'm going to say music because I've got a lot of friends who I love. But I fucking hate the music they make. Yeah, but at the same time... Yeah, I don't know. I would think it from the other perspective, I guess. I got plenty of friends that I'm like, Yeah, I like you. We'll never listen to your band, but I like you. <laughs> yeah, but I, I just feel like there's music that you cherish more than like relationships with people. And it's like more important to you itself than. Yeah, some, but as I'm getting older and older, I. I never fucking listen to music anymore. It just doesn't happen. I listen to music for this podcast. Yeah, you say that. That's, and that's weird. It. That's super weird. I How- drive around in silence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the places. That's, I can work in silence all day, I can just sit and work. 
And I mean, I'll listen to stuff in the morning, but there are times where like at least half of the day, I'm not listening to anything. I don't have anything on. I'm just working and focused on working. And I'm okay with that. Like I can clean in silence. I remember you would always have to like put stuff on if you're going to do something. Yeah, I still do, but it's podcasts. So yeah, that's true. The same podcast. But if I'm driving, that's a place that I absolutely need music. music? I, I, I could not drive around in silence like you do. I think that that <clears throat> specific choice is odd. And most people do. People that have been in the car with me, they're like, "Can we listen to some music?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, sorry, yeah, I guess I, I just never do, so I wasn't like programmed automatically to do this." All right. Well, we need to fly through these last few questions okay. kind of quickly. Oh, you got to poop before right. something flies out of me. <laughs> so, how old was I when I first started listening to this? Um, it was when this came out. 15. I was thirteen. Okay. <laughs> it was when it came out. I liked it when it came out. And it was fresh and new. Like I said, when I saw "What's My Age Again" for the first time, I think staying up late in like the summer. Yeah, because that's when it would have been the end of the school year, like be- very beginning of summer. I would have been, this would have come on, and I would have been like, whoa, and this is like fun and energetic, and yeah, as a teenager, I, I immediately clung to it. I think I bought the album pretty soon, like, I don't I don't think I waited, that was something like I kind of jumped on, and uh, I liked the whole thing for the most part. So Enough was, that you bought other albums. Yeah. I bought the one before and then the one after, and that was it. Um, uh, how did I originally feel about it? I already said I liked it. Would I recommend it today? Probably not, no. I don't think it... I just don't think it has enough to, like, really carry on. Someone's not going to hear this and just be like, yeah, this... I mean, unless it came out at the time, like, I just don't think that it... I can't say aged well, but you know what I mean? Like, I just don't think that it's something... Well, no teenager now is going to be, like, into this album. It's not no. It's not current at all. And then any adult, if you didn't already like it, they're just gonna be like, Yeah, it seems very childish. Why why would I listen to this? You'd have to like have liked it as a kid. But there are some bands though, or like because people our age and a little bit older have had kids and they've raised their kids on what they listen to, that yeah. those kids will be like, Yeah, I listen to old music. I love like old Green Day and old Blink one eighty two and shit. I am gonna shit myself. So <laughs> I would not recommend it. Sam, would you ever listen to this again? No. All right. So uh okay, so what's next? What's next? We only have two more episodes until the one hundredth episode. So what is Oh God, what are you giving me? You are listening to an album called Volume 4 by a band I like to call. Mm-hmm. Yep. Black Sabbath. I finally got You're Black finally Sabbath. Getting Sabbath. Yay, I've been excited. Volume 4. I've been wanting this since the beginning. I don't know how many people love this album, but I love this album. I could have chosen a handful of Black Sabbath albums, but I'm going Volume 4. Okay, I think that that works. Cool. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Like I said, we have our 100th episode. Episode? It's an episode coming up. Um, check out our old episodes. Let people know that you enjoy this or not. Whatever you want to do with your life. But, uh, bye! Bye! Look at Mark Hoppus in this picture. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> he does not accept aging. No. Where is my Asian friend? All right. Bye. I've got a shit. Bye. Bye. Hello, poop. <laughs>